James Hollis, what's happening? Dunk Tales, episode or volume twenty-one. How I'm gonna go friend? with episode. I'm not gonna use volume ever. Episode? Alright, we'll, we'll change it to episode. That's fine. No, we need to get a standardized version of this intro so people don't yell at you anymore. I know. People keep yelling at me about how our intros just suck because we don't have one. So we'll figure it out. I promise, swear to God, we'll figure it out. Also, James, as I told you and everyone on Twitter, because they voted for me to be drunk for this episode, I'm a little <laughs> drunk for this episode. So. I'm a little drunk for this episode. <laughs> if, I, if I'm slurring my speech, it's your fault, not mine. <laughs> um, so yeah, follow him at Joe Brelly. I'm at Snotty Dripping. Also James Holis. I've written him forever. So, um, and check us. Our we got a, a nice little uh, a Patreon. You guys could tip us a little something something for the pod. Was it at just like is it Joe and Snotty? Whatever it is. I'll, yeah. I don't know. You set it up. The yeah, link will be out Joe there somewhere. Although it should have been Snotty and Joe because that it, like well, guess what? You should have created it and you didn't. That. So that's what happened. Fair, fair. James, what's happening? I know you got places to be. It's summertime, and we're all like, you know, summary up. Like we're in summary. Oh, let me Jesus let me get to the, uh, the meat of the show. <laughs> Listen, I told you, I warned everyone. This is what happens when I'm drinking and I come on the pod. You you thought it was bad before, but I'm I'm legitimately like a little tipsy right now. So. I don't you even know. I don't remember what the, you, you sent me the rundown. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty <laughs> slick rundown. I, I don't remember what it was though. All right, we stopped last last week. We stopped with like we were talking. We started to get into the idea that when is LeBron James finally going to trail off? When is he going to stop being LeBron James? Is this the year that we might see some regression? Because he went to L.A. and everyone thinks that like this is not this is not a basketball move, right? This is a lifestyle move. This is like this is how he wants to raise his family and live the rest of his life, which I totally get, and I'm I'm all for. Because LeBron James has been amazing for the last, what, 15 years? Um, but the question arises, like, when does he start showing signs of fatigue? Of like, I not mean, being able there's, to do a, there's a good chance that so this is the season, right? I don't think we've ever seen a player this deep in their career play at the level he plays at, like, consistently. Um, Kobe was pretty, pretty good in, in years, like, 15 and 16, too. He was really good. Um, but you know, LeBron, I think we all can agree is, as you know, LeBron's Kobe's great, but LeBron just does more. He's a better rebounder. He's more of a playmaker and he has to worry about the scoring. So, um, maybe who knows, maybe he felt the swan, like he felt it coming and he decided, all right, well, my time being able to just shoulder everything is gone. Let me just go, go on to something else. Maybe because it just, it, it has to happen sooner or later. We don't want to admit that. A lot of people get mad when you say that. But I was watching highlights of Braun from like 2007, 2008. And as much as a, he's still a great athlete in spurts, he was on a different level. Like his head was at the rim, catching alley oops, blocking shots. It was, and so people get yeah. mad when you say this. It's because you're disrespecting LeBron. I mean, yeah. I mean, time respects no one, man. Like it happens to all of us. Yeah. No, I mean, it's absolutely right. The thing is, statistically, he had one of his best seasons ever in his 15th season, which is just unbelievable it's it's sort of astronaut i want to say astronaut all right not astronomical <laughs> it's just it's, no you can say it no you can say it it is astronomical he had yeah now so here's the thing matt moore made he raised the issue though like this is one of the first times usually when lebron plays well everyone else around him plays well right and like mm-hmm. but they you saw what they had to do they had to basically trade half the team half of the season 
to get like a little energy jolt. And then, you know, they still didn't really play at a great high level. Even in, you know, so it, it it's, this is one of the first times when LeBron James could be LeBron James. And at times it didn't matter. Yeah. Because, no. uh, you know, yeah, the, the, I guess like, like Matt Moore says it, he, he's, he's normally the tide that lifts all boats. And this is the one season where eh, it didn't, it, the, it was great. The numbers were great. And they, you know, but no, they still ended up, what, fourth in the East. Yeah. And they went seven games with the Pacers and they went seven games with the Celtics with missing their two best players. Like, this is the same guy who stared down the Pistons in their prime and who went toe-to-toe, you know, and, and took a game from the Spurs in Tim Duncan's prime. So it's like, this is, hey, we, we could, it's not dismiss, it's not dissing LeBron to say that he's starting to show a little bit of signs. I mean, it's going to happen. He's been in the league since he was in high school. He came right out of high school. He was the last generation of, of players that actually could come out of high school and go in directly into the NBA. He was poised and ready for it then, and he's been playing at an incredibly high level ever since. He's been the best player, man. He's been the best player, at least the second best player the NBA has ever seen. He spends a million dollars a year on his body, just just trying to stay right. And I, I know there's a lot of HGH uh, jokes out there, and I know, I know you love to partake in that. I'm not a joke. It's not a joke. No, no, no. It's not a joke. I'm almost. I'm almost. No, and this. I'm not me. Am I joke? I'm. I'm almost positive he's doing HGH. Well, all right, fine, but I we mean, don't. We it, don't have it, any. We don't have any actual proof. So I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna condemn the guy for doing. I'm not gonna say that he's actually doing it until like it comes out. It's not even least. condemnation. It's not a condemnation. Why is it condemnation? Look, if you can't well, get tested illegal. for it, it no. At least how, well, sports. if you can't, if you can't get tested for it without blood. And you, he's not going to get popped for it, then it's not a big deal. I don't. I would. I would think any NBA player would be doing that shit. By the way, there's a basketball game coming in through my window. There's a there's a court next to my apartment, so there's a game going on, and I have my window open. So if you hear screaming in the background, that's what that is. Um, yeah, but the thing is, you like, suck, Joe. <laughs> anyway, the th- I have no idea what you just said. The, th- the thing is that, like, it, you know, it's. If everyone is doing it, then it's an even playing field. So what the fuck does it matter? Like, he's still better than everyone else. The thing is, like, we don't know that anybody is actually... I mean, we have no physical proof. We don't... As far as we know, it's not illegal or legal. It's. I'm just saying, like, that aside... Here's the thing. Like, in the 80s, everybody was doing coke, right? Nobody knew everyone was doing coke, but they were, like, incredibly... No, they, they, knew. Well, they right, knew. Fair, but they didn't talk about it. Like, it didn't come out until the 90s, at least, or the 2000s. Then we can talk about it. Right now, like I don't know that this is actually happening and I don't wanna I don't wanna say like he's actually doing this. He might just be this much of a physical specimen that he he is just on another plane. He spends a million dollars a year on his body is what I was saying. Like he goes through these intensive expensive, yeah. He goes through these intensive like workout regimens. He's in peak physical condition, but at some point HGH is expensive, (laughs) exactly. At some point, like time catches up to you you cannot keep doing this forever and as the thing about it is is that the the thing for me is that even though like we're talking about it right now right which means that the end is near which is kind of sad because it's a passage of time it's a passage of like it's a demarcation in the nba in, in a way if like you're an nba historian this is beautiful like you're gonna you're gonna look back and say you know michael jordan was one um uh, what's the what's the thing? It's it's like an era of basketball, and then and then and LeBron James is going to be an entire another era of basketball, which is 
in a sense is kind of beautiful but when you're actually experiencing it at the moment it's kind of really sad and i, nah, I don't know i, I don't, wish it would go sad, for dude, another couple of years this is what happens like Devin Booker needs his stage to shine. That's uh, true. You know, uh, Donovan Mitchell needs his stage to shine. Sure, Braun was is, is great, and we, we'll, you know, we have we'll, we won't see another one like him anytime soon. But this is what happens, and that's 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 why when people say, "Oh, I'm so sad to see Tim Duncan," he had his time, dog. He had his time in the sun. He was there. He's he's shown, yeah. and then you know he's averaging well, ten points a game. Let him go. Dirk Nowitzki, he's averaging like you know twelve points a game. Let him go. It's it's over. And sure, it's gonna be weird to see LeBron get to that level. You know what I mean? I mean, he will. He'll never get that level. I, I think like a lot like Kate, uh, like Kobe. Kobe, you know, averaged twenty, twenty-one a game or something that last season, and it was really, it was sad to see. But like, he yeah. should have retired before that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but let's let's talk about that for a second. Do you think that LeBron's sort of setting himself up to average twenty-one a game? Listen, I still think LeBron has like another three or four really good years in him. I don't think. He's only 33. Uh, he's yes, going to turn 34, so. right? So he's still relatively young. Like, I, we might be my throwing man, dirt he, on the man, grave way too soon. He has, more, he I, has I, more mileage on him than Magic Johnson did when he retired. I think than Bird did when he retired. So it's you're saying his age, but he's been in the league yeah. since he was, like, 18. Like, Right. And cumulatively, he's played in so many more playoffs and and finals then i mean like literally i think at this point he has probably two years more than the next guy who's played like Carmar- carmelo anthony does not have this Dwayne amount Wade of miles does not body. have this amount like, of miles and they're already, they're already breaking down so does not he is definitely right, a freak exactly. of nature and and like sure he might have another two or three high level years but i mean i think we've, we've already seen his physical peak mm-hmm. um i think now he's at his skill like his all-around offensive peak but i mean i know you saw uh, Zach Lowe and them talked about this. Like the, you know, the tracking data says, like he was one of the. This is one of the, his slowest seasons as far as he, he has burst. You know, going to the hole, right. blocking a shot. That's, but for the most part, like they, he does little things that conserve energy. Like he walks back on defense, um, or if, if if another Cav is shooting a free throw, he would walk down to the other end of the court to be down there so he wouldn't run him back. Little things add up, and it's like next year he he won't have that advantage i don't think you can't he can't really conserve energy playing with this this young team they're playing the west so it's a whole different ball game so yeah. um yeah this will be interesting to see man i mean you say that but at the same time i feel like compared to this roster that he has now in the lakers like these guys they're you know uh josh hart and oh wait kevin hart kevin, what the josh hart. Is kid's name uh Josh Hart. Yeah. I had it right the first time. I got to stop drinking. Imagine playing um, with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's and, like 5'4". <laughs> that would be amazing. Pass Josh ball, Hart bro. and like Kyle pass Kuzma. <laughs> Motherfucker, pass the ball, LeBron. I got, by the way, let's talk about Kevin Hart for a second. Did you see that stupid no. uh, Mountain Dew commercial where he's on this... this uh, I really need to speak about this. This Mountain Dew commercial where he's riding a chopper and he's oh, like revving yeah. it up. Like that's um that's a mini bike. There's a like a child's motorcycle that he's revving up. I just I have to point this out every time I see it. It's it's the smallest motorcycle in the world. Anyway, so he's playing with like Josh Hart and he's playing with Kyle Kuzma and he's playing with uh, Lonzo Ball. Like these are really young guys. He might ha- not have to exert that much energy because these guys he's gonna chirp at these guys constantly to like. You're young. Go get that fucking ball. Go get back on defense. Let me conserve my energy. That might have something to do That's with... That's another thing I'm interested in to see is that, like, LeBron does not like to really play fast. And 
this team is built to play fast with LeBron James. Right. So this will be interesting to see. But the difference um, is like between this team, what I was saying is like this this team. Sorry if I'm talking a lot again. I'm I'm drinking. No, you're the, good. You're good. <laughs> the difference between this team and that Cavs team is like this team is so much younger. This team has legs. They're they're young. They're in their second and third years. They're ready to run, man. And that Cavs team, J.R. Smith has been in the league a long goddamn time. Kevin Love is getting tired. Like he's got a bunch of old dudes around him. Fucking Calderon. Calderon can't do shit. You know what I mean? Like he's got he's got some young bucks around him now that maybe part of his thinking was like, okay, I'm gonna be here for the rest of my career. And I'm going to show these guys what it takes to win, and I'm going to grow these guys. It's not going to happen this year, but maybe by the time he retires, they might, you know, be ready to take take that next step and and contend for a championship. I don't know. Where was I going with this, James? Help me out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have no clue, bro. Um, I just say that this is a different phase of his career. Um, I mean, I, we don't know how. I don't see them contending with Golden State. I don't see them contending with Houston. Can they be in the next level of teams? Sure. I just, we don't know. We saw Kuzma do really good things for two months out of the season. And then he was pretty nondescript from like January on. And we have to see everything changes when you are have expectations. Right. No one had expectations for the Lakers last year, right? I mean, when you're down, when you're down 15 to 20, teams don't defend you as hard. You get to, you can get some numbers. Let's see now when they're in competitive ball games how they play. I, I understand they had they had a nice little stretch where they played really good defense and they were kind of competitive. I get it. I'm not saying that they were bums last year, but it's, there's difference playing for a losing team and a lot of team than playing for a team that's expected to do things. You're, you're, the teams approach you differently. Your opponents, you know, they, they scout for you differently. So we will see exactly what they have with Kuzma and Lonzo Ball and and Brandon Ingram this year yeah totally. we'll see exactly what they what do you want to move on to let's have you watched any of the uh the reports from like the usa basketball stuff with kevin durant and absolutely do you want to talk a little bit about kevin durant as the heel of the nba like do you think so i was talking to ben Golliver the other night on the on super flight and um sorry if i'm i'm podcast dropping here but. no no go ahead yeah, yeah name drop name all drop. right ben Golver was on the super flight you guys should go check it out check out at super flight pod whatever blah, blah, blah. and we were talking a lot about because he had he happened to be at that usa basketball camp when kevin durant was speaking about the cj mccollum interview he did and so there seems to be a little bit of twitter beef between the two of them now because he felt like cj was a little bit of a snake saying shit after the fact like didn't say it to him i don't know if you listened to that interview yet i did i listened to it and I, I watched the whole twitter thing unfold and it's funny because cj said the whole thing about um you know i guess what he called it he called him uh, not a punk move what he said no he said it was a yeah what did, it was not a punk move it was like he said it was like when you get when you're with your boys and you get beat up by a gang and then you go join right. that he, gang he used and, a word he yeah. used a word that set that set uh katie off he didn't yeah. say punk and he didn't say the b word but either way, no, he yeah, fought he, against he, the B word. He's like, I think it's, it's calling him a bitch is a little bit much. He's like, that's not right. Fair. But it is a lot like when you turn your back on your guys and go join the other group so you can get your, you know, because you got your ass kicked. So now you're going to join the other group. It's right. Yeah. And then Kate. And so go ahead. I, I was going to say, I don't think it's B. So we all want this to be so dramatic and beef and all that. Right. We, we, we want it to be like that. But. I was watching, um, they had like a 15-minute video, all those guys playing one-on-one at the Team USA, uh, you know, at the minicamp. Mm-hmm. 
these guys are all friends. Yeah, totally. They're all young millionaire friends. And sure, CJ expressed a little bit of uh, exasperation with the fact that, hey, we're trying to be the best teams we can in the West, and you go team up with a 73-win team. And KD was, you know, messing with them and joking about, you'll never win a championship. Or, He's you, like, don't you worry about the top. Don't worry about the top. <laughs> and, and so it's, it's a little trash talk, right? Yeah. And, you know, I heard people saying they were upset by that. Yeah, I mean, it's good. That's, yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's part of the game, yeah. man. Totally. You know, the fact that KD was kind of put, like, you know, kind of kneeling him and saying, hey, man, would you ever go be a sixth, a sixth man on a really good team? Saying, like, you're not good enough to start on a contender almost. Oh. Um, but, yeah, man, it's not real beef, man. These They don't care, man. They care just like the way, um, you know, I might see something you say on Twitter and be like, man, that's being stupid. Yeah. We're not beefing. I might be irked with you for a second, but that's not, not beef. You know, Katie, like Katie said, I just did your fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, do, I don't. I, it's not. It's not beef. I think. You know what my thing is? I think KD himself is still struggling with how to deal with the backlash he faced. I think he he knows he made the right decision, and but I still think Kevin Durant's a kind of. He says that he went to, uh, you know, he went to the bay and he kind of found himself and he found where he fit. I still don't think that's true. I think he still fights a little bit with how he's viewed around the NBA, and with how. Um, how he's accepted by his peers, even though we everyone says he's the greatest scorer and they, they acknowledge he's the second, you know, mm-hmm. maybe third best player in the NBA. I think he still really struggles, and he's he's kind of a petty guy, so he responds to everything. Yeah, absolutely. So. Like I, I, you know, and here's here's the thing: like, does he need to just embrace that? Does he? Because he's, you know, he's tried the silent route where he doesn't say anything and people kill him for it, and then he's come out and like. He's had these burner accounts. He's been find out, found out to have these burner accounts. He's been found out to like argue with 15-year-olds on the internet, which is just like, it's not even petty. It's just like really insecure. Does he need to just lean the fuck into this and be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm the best player in the goddamn league. LeBron ain't got shit on me. I am the man. I can do whatever the fuck I want. This was the best decision. If you guys were in the same position, you would have done the same damn thing too. Does he need to lean into that? Because like... You know, I, I'm one of those people that doesn't think... I know there's a lot of people around, the, like, NBA fans that thinks that, like, Kevin Durant ruined the league by joining the Warriors, which I think is just ridiculous. For me, this is one of those moments that we're, you're going to see it so, so rarely throughout the course of your lifetime. A superstar joining a superstar team, it's kind of fascinating. It's amazing. It's its kind of an amazing experience. I don't particularly like watching the Warriors because they're just so fucking good. Like, there's nothing to watch for. You know they're going to win. But the fact that he did it, I, I, I don't blame him for it. I'm, but, but he seems to be, like, so bothered by the fact that people are just, like, hating on him for this. And, like, I get it. I would be really sensitive about it, too. I'd be like, you know, if... All right, but see, I wouldn't. I, I'd be like Boogie, I think. And Boogie was just like, I don't give a, I don't give a damn. You can be mad if you want to. I don't care. You know, so, like, if you're really... I'm not saying he's insecure with the choice, but, like, his response to the whole... When the guy asked him about CJ uh, McCollum, and he mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm the one that's mad? Why isn't CJ mad? Right. That's one of those, like, well, what about that guy? Don't deflect, bro. CJ's not here to ask him. I'm asking you a question. Right. And, it's so, and, and he's just... It's funny because, you know, no matter how much money you have, what kind of fame you have, whatever, 
there are some people who still have, carry certain insecurities and that are just like that. You know what I mean? And that's not me down in KD. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, my thing is, do you think he needs to lean into this? Do you think he just needs to accept it and go full heel and maybe... I mean, he kind of has, right? He doesn't have the burner accounts anymore. He's just right. like, you know, he's he's attacking guys. on. Uh, he's like arguing on Instagram and like a 15-year-old's direct messages <laughs> about, you know, about memes they post. I mean, that's, I mean, how much more can you lean into it? You know what I mean? That's a good point. I don't know. You know, I had this conversation with Ben Golver, like I, like I was saying, but like he felt that like he really needs to just accept it and embrace it. I'm like, if you do that though, like if he thinks he's hated now, if he just comes out and says that like, I'm the best player in the league and just goes full arrogant about it, he's really going to be hated. I don't know what he, it, it feels to me like he doesn't have, a choice at one hand, but also like no matter what he does, he's going to be vilified for this. Do you think this here's is- the thing about Durant? Go ahead. Here's the thing about Durant, which is so strange. Like you got people who will like they got like you know LeBron tattoos and King James. Mm. There are guys who are just nuts about LeBron. There are guys who are just like will lay down their life for Steph Curry. You know their Twitter life. They will they will go to the ends <laughs> of the earth telling you about Steph Curry. There are guys, uh, but for somehow. There's not guys like that for Kevin Durant. Like, there's no. guys who are like, oh, leave him alone. But he just doesn't seem to really just, like, resonate with people right. that the way that Bron does. Even Russ. I'm a big Russ guy, but there are Russ fanatics, right? There are people out there who are Russ fanatics. You're a borderline Russ fanatic. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I was, I was down on him. Oh, no, no. Don't, don't insult me. I was down on him all last year. <laughs> no, all true. last year, I was like, yeah, don't, don't play me Well, like you're that. also a realist. Um, I'm not saying, like, you love Russ. Well, no, no. And also, that's, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. No, no. That's the difference between me and a stand. There are people yeah. who, no matter what, they'll say last year was everyone else's fault but Russ, and Russ was great. And that's not true, you know? But um, that's where I'm at with it, man. There's just, I think, how many people are really just like KD stands? There's not, there you, I, I can't think of a single person that just, like, they just ride for KD no matter what, and somehow, even though he's the he's the two time Finals MVP winner, you even the people in the Bay, it's still Steph's team and Dre, and it's weird how he just yeah. doesn't seem to. I don't know, man. To command that sort of respect or command that sort of loyalty, do you think if he went full full heel like Kobe, because Kobe stands are fucking insane? No. I, I say no because Kobe was authentic. Like Kobe really, he, he took him a while to right. find that level, right? Because he tried to be like MJ, then he did the Afro and tried to rap, blah. But then finally he got to that point where he was like, "I'm gonna be this ruthless, you know, wannabe, you know, win or die, old school kind of mentality guy, and I'm doing things my way, and I don't give a damn about anybody else." It took him a while, right? To get and that's to that what, I, in a similar manner, do you think if KD does sort of a similar thing, it's just like. Fuck the world! I'm doing it my way, and like you think people yeah. would start right? Nah, that's not him. <laughs> like, like even that CJ, that CJ thing. I think at one point he tried to say, "Oh, I never care what other people thought about me," but I really stopped caring when I came. To, no, and that's not true, it's right? Obviously, it's not, not true. true. So, yeah. Oh, uh, let's that? let's move on. Um, do you? Th- all right, have you watched any of the NBA or the USA stuff? Absolutely. All right, you're into it. You're you're ready for like USA basketball I lo- again. I don't. I I just love seeing the best players in the world play with each other and be the best players in the world. Like it's amazing. I was just watching that one on one thing, man. It was incredible watching those guys. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I I was in, I was speechless because like man, they're all hitting these step backs. You know, they're like 
sure, it's just a one-on-one drill, but they're defending, mm-hmm. they're in each other's grill, and they're hitting these incredible, impossible fallaways, and it, it, it's incredible to watch, man. I love, I love it, and I love watching the camaraderie among them too. Like they all just kind of hanging out. So, I, I do like that it seems to unite. Obviously, unite the guys. Like regardless of what team they're on, it's sort of like you're part of this fraternity. You are part of one of the absolute best players in the entire fucking world. Like you're one of us. You are one of the guys. And like when you saw that that clip of Oladipo hit that like nearly impossible shot over Kevin Durant. Durant just like patted him on the head. He's like, good job. You know what I mean? You're talking like one of the best scorers we've ever seen. You just hit a shot over him and he gives you a congratulations. That's pretty fucking dope. I don't, other than that, I'm not really that interested in the USA basketball because I don't think it really, I think we're just vying for a spot at this point, right? It could get interesting because of the way the seating is. And there's actually a chance that USA could not get in, but I don't see that happening. Nah, Team USA is going to, they're going to beat everybody. That's just how it's going to go. It's all performative now. It's just, you know, like I said, I was watching that thing, and KD was just taking all comers and hitting these crazy shots, and that's awesome to me. Yeah. So. I mean, th- th- we are in the middle of summer. This is like the <laughs> we have not that much to talk about. Um, so do you want to move on to the Twitter questions? Because we're making yeah. this a short episode. <laughs> let's do some rapid-fire Twitter questions, man. I know I'm, I'm kind of boring today, man, because I, I wasn't drinking. Next time, let's both be drunk. Let's both be drunk next time. Yeah, totally. I'm a, I'm sorry if I'm like all over the place, James. I apolo- I apologize. No, to hey, you, I'll tell you. You know, you're not. You're not. You're not anywhere. For. You're not anywhere close as. You're not as drunk as you think you are. You're fine. Oh, all right, good. Actually, you're not as. I'm not as drunk as you think I am. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm not exactly so. You're not my as think. You're not as think as you drunk you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, get all to right. the questions, Bubba. Let's do it. <laughs> Jesse Blanchard asks, how come there's no other blog out there that can beat mine and pick up hoops? Oh, Lord. Um, Jesse, that's at Blanchard, JRB, my guy. He's the editor over at B-Ball Breakdown. Um, and I'm get, I guess he's thinking that our squad beat most squads. I doubt it. I think Jesse hoops. I know I could play a little bit. I got this torn meniscus in my left knee. But I look around the rest of the roster that we have at B-Ball Breakdown, and we'd probably get stomped by, like, most uh, – Fansided probably got a got a squad. So oh come on, fansided really? I'm my, they got like a thousand people at fansided. So yeah, they could probably pick and choose and have a few balls out there. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, there are some good fansided writers. I'm not throwing shade. I mean, it's not about being know. good writers. Or not the point that's is true. like they, there's so many they could probably probably some hoopers and hoopers amongst them. That's a good point. So uh, Jesse, um, I would whoop your ass. So come to San Diego and I'll fuck you up on the court, Jesse, even with one <laughs> leg. I'm just going to say that nobody wants me on their team at all ever because I'm the worst basketball player in the goddamn world. Maybe I might be able to beat Matt Hill from the Super Hoopers, but that might be the only person in the world that I could ever beat at basketball. I'm fucking awful. Um, Ice, Mackley Ice asks, if you could pick four NBA players to join your semi-pro dodgeball team, what four guys are you selecting? Ooh. Oh, wait, who do you think would be the best in a 5v5 bat dodgeball game? Laugh out loud. That's a long... All right, so let's just go over the first part of that. <laughs> Four um, NBA players to join your semi-pro dodgeball team. I'm going Paul George. The reason I say Paul George, I've never seen a player better at him than slipping screens. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not get screened. So I think he'd be great at dodging those uh, the missiles inbound. And he has great hands. So I think he'd, you know, catching the ball... When they're throwing at him, he'll pick them out the air and get people out. So that's one that's one of mine. 
Um, who else? Who you got? You pick the second guy. We'll, we'll no, go, go back. And give and me forth. your give me your four. All right, you want to go? All right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say. Um, Nope, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, Westbrook, another one, because I think he's a great Westbrook athlete. Westbrook was a good... The Westbrook was the first guy on my mind. Like, he's, he's like, he's the ultimate competitor, right? He, it doesn't matter what sport that dude plays. He's going to give it his all, and he's going to hate the other team. Yeah, so he's fast. He's strong. He has, again, he has quick hands. He gets a lot of steals. So, you'd think he'd be able to, you know, snatch the ball out there and and uh, evade. Um, Andre Drummond. Not Andre Drummond. Um uh new orleans pelicans see this is the problem with me drinking anthony davis thank you anthony davis i'm like ad no that's not it's anthony davis anthony davis because he's super athletic really long i feel like he could cover a lot of that sand pit something or other see that you don't don't want a lot of size out there though really though it's a a giant target it's a giant target right at the net he could block anything that comes this is this is not this is not volleyball it's dodgeball uh, oh, I you got I the wrong I'm sport, bro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, so dodgeball. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, I'm wow. gonna cut all that out. No, no, you Do- gotta leave it. You gotta leave it uh, now. Jesus Christ! All right, so dodgeball. Oh, that's a whole different game. I'm gonna go with the uh, Isaiah Thomas just because he's like small and really powerful. That's a good one. And yeah. he's at and he, um he, yeah. So see, there you go. He, he's he's actually stronger than people think. He's quick again. Uh, shifty. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, except for if his hips hold up, I don't know. Like it's, it's questionable. He's in he's in some pain these days, apparently. Um, so we got two, or we got three. What do we got? We got Russell Westbrook. We got Paul Isaiah George, Thomas. Paul Isaiah George. Thomas. We need uh, one more, right? That's it's a four man team for. We're wait, we're thinking about this way too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, I'm just gonna go again. Uh, another super athlete, long, quick, kind of quick twitch. I'm going Giannis. Oh long, yeah, long yeah, strides. Long strides, long arms, but he's not really bulky, so he's kind of he probably make himself skinny, and and you know people won't people will miss him. So um, that's my four. All right, Russ, Isaiah Thomas, Paul George, and Giannis. That'd be a great dodgeball team. Boom. All right, Timothy Bucher. Butcher, sorry. If the NBA did a league-wide redraft, all current players this offseason of all current players this offseason, which five players would be picked first? Assuming you get these players for at least the next five years. Mm. Um. So I'm, the factor of this obviously is going to be that we're not talking LeBron, right? Because we're talking long term, right? For at least five next years. five years. So, right. so, uh, so we assume what? they're youngish. You would assume that. I think Braun would still probably be up there, maybe in the top five. But I still would probably think. Well, Oof. we're gonna cut up Paul, like like Chris Paul, right? Because in five years he's gonna. I, I don't be want him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. Chris Paul. Not Carmelo Braun. Anthony out the door. Mm, right. Hell no. Yeah. Um, like even Paul George wouldn't be in my top five. He's good. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy like that. Anthony Davis is up there, but he's and yeah. he's only what twenty six, twenty seven. 25 maybe no i think he must, he's like 25 26 he's still really young man oh man that's tough so you got to go Giannis and anthony davis for starters right absolutely but then you got two big guys well, that's fine but, uh, they're, yeah. they're they're unicorn bigs that's fine that's um true. i'd also say like you know ben what simmons see i would say jason tatum before ben simmons of course you would. You're a Celtics fan, and of course you would, because I mean your guy, your guy's a coward, doesn't yes. shoot threes, you know. Yeah, but you're, no. you're you're going to build your team oh, around that. Oh my god! All right, so so we're going to take Tatum and Simmons. All right, what about Joel Embiid? Does he fit in that? You know what? The injuries. 
I know the other guys without the high ceiling of of Joel. I think Joel has like the high. If he was, if you can guarantee me health, seventy games a season out of that, then yes, he'd be up there. He'd probably number number one one. pick. Yeah, absolutely. But but that's it's it's still we know we still have concerns about his back. Um, Even a guy like dude Donovan Mitchell's just scraping the surface, and he just Donovan Mitchell though. He's an offensive force. He's an offense. He's actually way better on defense than people give him credit to. Like, are you still there? Okay, well, I lost James, and we don't have time to get James back because he's got a life unlike me. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up and tell you guys and gals, thank you for listening. And I swear to God, we'll get to the rest of the questions next week. If I wasn't as drunk as you were expecting, I'm sorry, but believe me, I'm pretty fucking tipsy. Anyway, this has been Dung Tales. I'm Joe Borelli at Joe Borelli on Twitter, and you can follow James at James Hollis on Twitter at Snotty Drippin. Oh, wait, no. See? I told you I'm drunk. At Snotty Drippin, and you can follow the Dunk Tales at Dunk Tales Pod. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Short episode, but you know, it's all good. Peace.